0: listening to the Australian Army Training and Doctrine podcast.
1: This is Exercise Hamel 2016, and I'm with Lieutenant Colonel Tom Biederman, who's the commanding officer of Battle Group Jacker here at Exercise Hamel. So tell us first of all, where is our location right now?
0: So right now we're in, uh, for exercise purposes, uh, the contested resource zone. In reality, we're in uh, the western sector of the Kaltana training area conducting exercise hamel.
1: Battle Group Jacker, tell us more about the composition of the battle group that you're commanding.
0: So Battle Group Jacka is a 707-soldier strong infantry battle group. It's comprised of three infantry companies, uh, two of which are supported by protected mobility vehicle lift capability uh, provided by Armoured Corps. We have a light artillery battery, a engineer squadron, a combat service support squadron providing our administration logistics. We have detached to one armoured regiment a light Cav Scout platoon who work with one armoured regiment in one brigade as part of the integration piece for Battle Group Jacker. We also have... 40 logistics soldiers who work with the 1st Combat Service Support Battalion providing logistics to One Brigade. Again this is the integration and reinforcement that Battle Group Jacka brings to One Brigade.
1: And a key element of course is that they're all Reservists.
0: Oh, that's correct. Uh, there's a couple of ARA in key positions that the Army Reserve cannot fill. But essentially this is a group of Army reservists from Victoria, Tasmania and South Australia who have trained over the past two and a half years to be ready, not only for the Army's capstone exercise, being exercise Hamill, but also for the ready cycle and potential operational deployment with the 1st Brigade.
1: And what in particular do you feel they're bringing in terms of capability?
0: So the Army Reserve brings us part-time soldiers who can do full-time jobs. Essentially, Army Reserves get trained, and through the collective training sequence that we have put the battle group through over the last two and a half years, uh, those skills get refined and enhanced so that we have part-time soldiers who are capable of full-time work. But not only that, from their uh, civilian occupations... Uh, these men and women bring us uh, quite a range of skills, be it uh, chefs to lawyers to uh, senior management in firms. So there's a, a number of outside capabilities. This is particularly important in Battle Group Jacker's role with One Brigade. We dominate the rear area for One Brigade and provide security. In the rear area, there are a number of civilian populations who are being simulated on this exercise. With the outside of the Army skills that our soldiers bring to us, we have a, a leg into where we can uh, deal with civilian populations and that's what I think is uh, extremely important to understand about the part-time soldier, full-time civilian to uh, full-time soldier with some civilian skill sets.
1: Given that they are reservists and they have sometimes busy civilian lives, how do you go about structuring their training to get them ready for an exercise like this?
0: I think we start with everyone is individually qualified for their rank and for their trade. So are you qualified to drive a protected mobility vehicle? Can you be a rifleman and are you trained? in the full skill sets. So that's the individual training continuum. We seek to do that in what's called the reset year where we're concentrating on individual competence uh, to work in Battle Group Jacker Then we go into the Reading phase of which this is a culmination. In the Reading phase, we start working at small team level and get the collective skills that these guys need to work together. From then we just start matching those up and commanding and, con- and controlling those elements. So we match infantrymen into platoons, combat service support into their administrative functions. The light battery gets to work together as artillerymen providing fire support, engineers group together to form platoon-sized elements, capable of undertaking bigger tasks than, say, four soldiers together in a... Infantry brick. This is all part of a carefully crafted series of exercises, and the exercises have training outcomes which lead us to exercise Hamel through three, I guess, gate exercises that you have to pass through to get to Hamel. And at Hamel, the expectation is we're fully collectively trained to do our job. So on Hamel, right now, three infantry companies are doing infantry company level tasks. So these companies have 131 soldiers in each two of which are supported by uh, uh, protected mobility vehicle lift. This gives them mobility across the battlefield at times they'll be supported by artillery fire support and engineer support which gives them the ability to move through obstacles for example or to dig Fighting positions. Over the top of that is battalion headquarters who have trained together now for some six exercises in commanding and controlling this 700 soldier battle group. So, this can range anything from knowing where everyone is to directing infantry companies to do particular tasks for us. So, it's been a, a, a long journey. I guess uh, even longer for the 1st Brigade because they've done considerably more training time. However, we've made the best we can of the training time that we get allocated. On training, there is not a spare moment uh, that you can let pass by without a man or woman learning something. And I think that's also what they bring from their civilian career is that Army Reserve soldiers want to learn something and want to benefit from the experiences that they gain on exercises as small as a platoon size exercise in training for Battle Group Jacka to a large-scale exercise such as Hamel.
1: In terms then of what you're hoping to see them achieve here on Exercise Hamel, what are you expecting to see from your soldiers?
0: It's a pretty simple message. Everyone's got to do their job. So we've done all the training. Everyone's done their individual competence to do their own individual jobs. It's all got to come together and everyone's got to give it their best, understand what they're being asked to do, understand the bigger picture of what uh, one brigade's trying to achieve. We'll provide the command and control to do that, but the message is quite simple. Everyone has to do their job as they're trained for on exercise hamel.
1: And how important, then, is this exercise in giving them that opportunity?
0: Firstly, the exercise is considerably longer than any other experiences. This brings a a hardship and a resiliency element, which the soldiers may not have been exposed to at any time in their career, or it may have been a long time for some. So, soldiers have leaders. The leaders need to get those guys onto a work pattern where they work, rest and are good to go for any task that they get. So firstly, Hamill's a really long exercise.
1: And for you personally, as the commanding officer, what about your own training? What are you hoping to achieve here?
0: So for myself, uh, this is a culmination in my career as an infantryman over the last 28 or so years. I am working to bring it all together within the battle group so to make sure that everyone does their job, that our leaders lead, soldiers follow and we do our tactical tasks at the battalion level. What I'm also doing is concentrating also on what we bring to the 1st Brigade. So the 1st Brigade uh, relies on us to bring a substantial amount of capability. And already that's being well used on this exercise. I want to continue to bring that reinforcement to the 1st Brigade by providing them with well-led, well-trained men and women to do work for one brigade.
1: Over the next few days then, we've still got a few days to go on exercise, Hamill. What do you expect to see from Battle Group Jacker?
0: I expect to to see that we'll continue to perform the tasks that have been allocated to us from One Brigade but more so I want to see soldiers in the battle group continually learn and benefit from their experience and also benefit from what they see that One Brigade brings the Army Reserve doesn't have tanks for example so there's plenty of tanks here for them to see but it's not just a visual experience we can learn a lot through signal trades Combat service support engineers and artillerymen, in particular, about how the full-time army goes about their business, and if we, Battle Group Jacker, the part-time army, can learn something from that, that's what I would seek to achieve over the next week or so that's left on Hamel.
1: So, for you, you see the reservist formation here as integral to what they're trying to achieve on Exercise Hamel.
0: It is, and. Under Plan B Yeshiva, when the Combat Brigade was formed, the Reinforcing Battle Group, of which Battle Group Jacker is one of three in the Army Reserve, was perceived as integral to providing not only soldiers to perform tasks that may not be present in one brigade, but to bring a capability, and the capability we bring is three infantry companies, a light artillery battery and an engineer squadron. And that is an integral part of One Brigade's scheme manoeuvre, so the way they do business. And uh, that's well factored in the tasks that we perform and not nugatory or don't mean anything. They are very meaningful to the way One Brigade does operations, particularly in the rear area where we find ourselves today.
1: Lieutenant Colonel Tom Biederman, commanding officer of Battle Group Jacker thank you very much this is Captain Sharon Musculdeer reporting from Exercise Hamel 2016
0: this podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia